Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown, presented by Pizza Hut. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. And welcome back to another edition of the Lowdown from Pickletown. We are sitting with women's lacrosse players Kaya Olsen and Bria Hamilton. Uh, thanks very much for coming in, girls. Uh, it, it's kind of nice uh, to talk to you because I've been kind of commentating on your uh, your sport for years now and I actually don't really know much about all you guys, So, or you girls, sorry. Uh, but when I was kind of doing my research, one of the things that kind of was quite refreshing, Bria, is obviously you're from Canada and it listed your your high school as a secondary school and that made me feel a lot better about myself because <laughs> I was like, okay, so someone else does call it secondary school because obviously where I'm from, it's called secondary school as well. And obviously, Kaya, you, you have actually a, a Danish background. So um, I guess, you know, being from... Uh, Canada and then Wash- your Washington State, Kaya, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, like, what, in terms of, you've been here for a few years now, both of you, so what's kind of been the biggest cultural differences from where you're from to here? I think um, just the Southern hospitality is actually, like, a true thing, mm-hmm. and I don't get a lot of that back home. Like, walking on the streets in, like, Mount Olive, I'll see a lot of waves, smiles, <laughs> any kind of greeting versus Seattle. I'll just, everyone keeps their head down, keeps to themselves, and keeps on walking. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'll say the same. Like, the Southern hospitality is, like, real here, I guess. Like, everyone loves their deep-fried food and, like, mama's sweet tea. I've gotten a lot of offers already just from people down here alone, so it's really nice to see people um, being that nice and like that. It's definitely change up from being at home. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I, I transferred down here from up north, and, and while there was no issues up north when I came down, I, I just realized how nice people are here. <laughs> like, they hold doors for you and stuff. And I was, I, where I'm from, that's just unheard of. <laughs> people don't hold doors. They'll slam the door in your face. <laughs> they don't care. So it's kind of been a bit of a culture shock for me. So I was interested to see what it's been like for you girls, especially, like, I think in terms of, like, just America, because of how big it is, like, you're from, like, the West Coast, guys, so it's a lot different over there than it is here. So that's why it's, like, interesting to see there's even cultural differences on a, you know, a national scale. So, you know, uh, talking about how you both kind of ended up here, like, you know, obviously you're from uh, uh, Washington State, Kaya, and uh, again, you can tell me if this is complete, um, uh, well, if it's wrong, uh, but someone told me that, like, kind of lax out west is not not necessarily unheard of, but it's a lot less common than it is here. Is that what kind of brought you to the East Coast? Yeah, I definitely, when I started playing, I definitely was looking more East Coast because that's where it's bigger. My high school team didn't even have a girls lacrosse team until my sophomore year so I had to travel pretty far just to play in my own state so I knew it was big over in the east coast so that's where I definitely wanted to go yeah and, and for you Bria how did you end up from Canada um uh, there was like a we had like a provincial team right mm-hmm. provinces and so me and actually one of our freshmen we played in this program called Team BC and that was like a travel team we went to Florida and there's this tournament called President's Cup, and it's like a really big scouting tournament. And so our coach saw me there. He's like, hey, you should come up and see this Mount Olive. I'm like, oh, where is Mount Olive? I've never <laughs> heard of it. So I ended up coming for a visit here, and then just the people, the team was really nice to me. So I ended up kind of coming here and just living it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, when I came here, I realized how small the place is, like, for, you know, because I'm from, like, a big city. Even in, I'm from a tiny country, but I'm from, like, a city. So when I came here, it was real reality check and I think that also kind of fed into the kind of culture thing that I spoke about because like 
because it's a kind of small community as well, I think people are a lot more kind of supportive. Like I'm, I'm obviously on the cross country team, so when I'm out running, the amount of people that wave and say <laughs> hi to me, and I'm like back home, like I just get, you know, as you said, people's heads go down, don't really bother with you. So you know, that's that for me over the last four years, that's been nice. Uh, you know, being in a kind of small community as well, I guess. But Kaya, obviously, I'd, I've mentioned like your kind of Danish background, like because um, you have probably the coolest name on campus. <laughs> um, Kaya Olsen's just a great name. So, th- what do you know about your kind of Danish background? Yeah, I was born there, so mm-hmm. I lived there for like three years when yeah. I was younger, and then I have grandparents there that I've visited in the past a couple times. But um, I don't really know like the whole like yeah history of it and everything mm-hmm. on all that but like i know like phrases to get by when i yeah. see my grandparents to make them happy uh, i took like german in high school so i could like somewhat speak to my grandpa so he, we could like relate in some type of way but yeah yeah, yeah no i was just i was curious i guess to ask because um you know you know obviously america's just kind of this hot plate where it has all these different cultures and people from different uh you know have diff- different backgrounds so I guess, you know, Kaya, for you, you you're about to um, graduate um, and also Bria, you know, being from Canada, it's obviously a little bit different, but um, but also probably quite similar in mm-hmm. ways. Um, and I'm guessing, I'm, I'm curious as to like, what, what, what do you wish you could kind of take back home with you, Kaya? Like, is there anything here that you, that you kind of grown to love that you wish that you could take back home with you? And then Bria, the same for you. I think um, just like, almost the positive attitude and like the connections like the small town like how we're all like so tightly like knit with each other just all that southern hospitality like checking in on each other checking in on your neighbor like I did not see that a lot like back home it was just like I probably didn't know most of my neighbors growing up but like I know almost all of them when I live in different places here so I think just like kind of being closer together and actually making like a community versus just a house you live in yeah I'll say the same like just it's difficult because at home like everyone's busy and stuff like that but here like being in a small town like it's so easy to like walk down the street and be like hey do you guys want to hang out like (laughs) it's just easy to like hang out with everybody and see everyone that you know but it's definitely gonna be tough like when I go back obviously Canada like all my friends here are gonna be from the U.S. so it's kind of sucks like I don't know when I'm gonna see them next or anything like that but thank god for this one she's coming back next year to <laughs> help me survive another year so it's kind of be nice just to see her face again and have so, people. so you're coming back Kaya? yeah i'm gonna be a grad assistant oh, okay. while i'm in the master's program for two years so mm-hmm. i'll be here from bria's start <laughs> to finish <laughs> yeah because i mean for me i'm 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 almost in the exact same situation you know because I, I i came here actually initially in 2016 not to mount olive but to the u.s and then i went home for a year and then I found myself to Mount Olive. So I'm now in a situation where the connections and the people that I've met over the last five, six years um, are basically my closest friends. And now I'm in a very sticky situation because I, I don't know what I'm going to do really because initially when I came over, I had it very much set in my head, I'm going to graduate and go right back home to Scotland. I'll miss it too much. But I'm now in a situation where I actually might stay here in the States. And, and that's crazy to me that I've even kind of came on that journey where I'm actually going to stay here. Um, I actually think I'm going back up north, but we're not a hundred percent on that <laughs> yet. Uh, so, Kaya, and oh, we'll talk. We'll talk to you as well, Bria, about this. But um, you were kind of named. Um, sorry, you were named the second team All American and Conference Defensive Player of the Year last year. And I guess from a team aspect point of view, does does the individual awards really matter that much to you? Because like, on the outset, we'll talk a little bit about this as we go on. But like the team aspect on the girl, uh, sorry, the women's lax team is very important i think and i think with teams uh, team sports like sometimes individuals 
awards just kind of are a bonus in a way. How do you kind of feel about it? I mean, kind of like you said, it is like a bonus. It is nice, obviously, to earn some kind of gratitude, grat- gratification to yeah. be doing like a good job. But honestly, it's like I wouldn't have been able to get these awards without my teammates past and present because they're the ones who help get me there. They push me to be better and work harder. They give me confidence. And so, I mean, it is a bonus for sure, and I am happy and grateful for them. But I would – I very much more focused on like the team's overall performance. Yeah, and then I guess, uh, like I said, you know, as an outsider, and you, both of you can obviously talk about this, but um, the women's lacks team, at least again, this is just as an outsider, they seem really, really close. And I guess wh- when we did speak about team sport, it is important for you to be close on and off the field. Um, but every year the recruitment just seems perfect, and it seems to fit really well. And you know, I think that can't really be said enough. Um, I don't know if it's maybe when the recruits come in that you make them feel at home and stuff like that, but h- how is it that like the recruitment has been so kind of perfect, I guess, over the last couple of years? I think because when we do the recruiting process, we do have them come do our best to have them come out, fly out, meet yeah. some of the teammates. We have, like, lunch with them, bring them to our houses, hang out with them, and then, like, we can understand, like, their kind of personalities and see if we would all mesh pretty well, like – and then also when they come in, it just flows. We have to, we always have to like greet them. Like we want to too. It's we want to create a family, and it's not fun having like an outsider in the family. Yeah, I will say too. Like it's funny because Kaya was my host when I right. was a recruit. So like just like having her bring me bring me in and just seeing like the process behind it, um, it just like makes a lot of sense just to get to know the people before they even come here, just to like mesh with the team. Like we have our culture, like our team culture. So like. When people come in and adapt to our culture, it's way easier to all of us be on the same page rather than everyone being like their own individual from wherever they came from, where they kind of bond and mesh as a team. Yeah, because when I when I came in here, um, at least from my team's point of view, it was all very like everyone had their own little groups and they didn't really. The only time we really all were together was at training, and as the years have went on, as I've became kind of you know kind of that senior role, because you are both team captains. Uh, am I correct in saying that? Yes. And then lacrosse, so. <laughs> You, you, you find yourself just kind of uh, looking after the younger ones, but, like, they, my team seem a lot closer now. We all kind of hang out together. It's not, like, like in different groups anymore, and I think that is important that, like, you have a relationship off the field, as you, you would say, you know, because, you know, if you can develop a relationship off the field, on the field, it's, there's more of a connection there, especially when you're playing. So just to kind of go on to, you know, just over two years ago, you know, you tragically kind of lost some teammates in a in a car accident it was I mean I was here at the time so you know I, I remember it very very well um but I just kind of felt like the the student athlete body at least really got behind you um uh, girls and you know as an outsider I just I remember I commentated on your first game back the following year and I think I remember very clearly one of the statements I said was you know this team have something to play for this year mm. and I think you know Although it was a tragic accident, it brought you almost even closer together on the field. Um, you know, following that, do you do you feel like there is even more of a, a reason to play and win now because of that? Yeah, I definitely think that because of everything, it gives us a purpose and it, it gives us to fight for something and play and honor them every day and every time we touch the field. And that's uh, something I hope that continues to follow afterwards, just a reminder that we don't have all of time to spend out there yeah also the same like 
it definitely gave us a reason. Like, we always say, like, we're playing for the ones who can't play with us, right? And the best part, I think, about this team is that when our coach, Heather, like, she brought in a lot of people with, like, similar backgrounds, or they all have lost someone. They've already always all gone through something. So I think everyone's kind of on the same page as, like, they understand in a way. So it's kind of nice to know that, like, even though it's not si- the same situation, like, it's still the same feelings and, like, knowing that there is a greater purpose to play for than just playing. Yeah, because I just, I remember, again, like, an outsider, I can only imagine what it was like for, for you girls and for the friends and family that were kind of affected, but even me, and I, I didn't even know, I, I, knew all, I knew all the girls, and obviously I knew Jet as well, and I just remember that campus was very, very glum and, you know, kind of somber in the days following, and obviously it was just one of the worst weeks in, I think, my time here at Mount Olive because that happened and then a few days later you know we all get told basically you have to leave because that's when COVID kind of started and just to kind of segment into that Bria I mean your, your first year here was just I mean <laughs> you came here in 2020 and obviously there was the accident and then there was COVID you know you know many probably would have walked away after that um, and I'm guessing I'm kind of just curious as to how you found the strength to just keep going. Honestly, it was um, <laughs> it was tough. I will say that it's probably one of the most memorable freshman years anyone will have. Um, so, but I think just a lot of our teammates came back, and I think we were all on the same page, and we all decided like it was better for us to like go through it together than for us to like leave. And yeah, we did have some people transfer out or mm-hmm. go to other schools, but like for the most part, a lot of our team stayed and was like. When I was going, like, I went through it, obviously, and so did everyone else, but, like, I was going through it with other people who understood exactly where I was coming from. So it wasn't like they were making me feel bad or, like, oh, why aren't you getting over it? It's like, oh, like, we're here with you. We understand. Like, take all the time you need. So I think just my teammates especially and having a coach who understood, like, there was no pressure for me to just, like, be fine. It was like you can take your time to get over it, and we're going to support you, like, every step of the way. So I think that was, like, the biggest thing for me and – like, I picked the school for a reason, right? Like, and it's just, I'd rather be with the people who understand than trying to start over somewhere else. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, you know, it's quite powerful to hear it because, you know, like I said, you know, you, you can't blame people for maybe just wanting to move on and go somewhere else. But I think the fact that for the majority of you did stick together, I think that just shows how strong your, your team is and the connection, off, like I said, off the field. And that's something that can't really be said enough. So, again, let's just go back to the team. Uh, you've had a phenomenal year last year, uh, and it has continued well into this year. I don't know if you actually know this. I'm, I'm assuming you would know this, but you're actually on a 17 winning game streak in conference. You haven't lost in 17 games. <laughs> you haven't been beat by a conference team in 17 games. So, And, again, that doesn't obviously include the overall record, <laughs> um, uh, but the fact that you haven't lost in 17 games, I mean, Bria, you actually haven't lost in conference. You haven't lost a game in your time here, and you wow. came here in 2020. So hopefully we keep the streak up. <laughs> so, again, this is what I'm saying. Does this add a kind of a hint of pressure to you uh, girls as a team, or do you not really think about it too much when you go on the field? Well, I'll say, like, our conference team or our conference teams in the whatever um, conference, but they're not as high-skilled as I feel like we are as a team. And so that's why I think the out-of-conference games are so beneficial, just because, like, they it takes us – to a different level like we have to play at a best our best level possible and I think that kind of translates into when we are playing like these less developed teams just because we know like what our purpose is how well we can play as a group so I think that it obviously is nice to win our conference games but I think that 
the fact that we have all these other teams that we're playing against, like we have Wingate and Queens coming up, which is yeah. like Queens, I'm pretty sure, is ranked, what, number one in the country right now <laughs> for Div 2. So it's like we all we have these other expectations that are still pushing us to get through both conference and out-of-conference games. So. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think it does put a little pressure on us in the sense of that we have targets on our back in conference. Like, people want to beat us. They celebrate when they get a certain amount of goals against <laughs> us. Like, they want us to fail and they succeed and beat us and be able to say we beat Mount Olive. So I think it does put us at, like, a high standard that we have to keep meeting and completing and going above and beyond every time we step on the field. So... Yeah, because obviously, like I've kind of mentioned a few times, I've I've commentated on the maybe not as much this year as I would have liked, but I've commentated on the games quite a lot over the years, and I just I always remember like at the start of the season, you uh, your coach or whatever coach was at the time would put you up against a team that was ranked pretty highly, and I think it's just to challenge you and prepare you for what's ahead, really. Um, so I think what you said, you know putting yourself up against these or kind of comparing yourself to these kind of higher up teams like shows just the, the quality on the on the team uh so yeah i guess like that's all from me uh i hope uh and i wish she's the best of luck for the rest of the season uh going ahead um and hopefully you can bring home another conference title that would be <laughs> that would be nice uh but yeah good luck and you know thank you for coming on yeah thank you for having us yeah, thank right. you this has been the lowdown from pickletown would just like to give special thanks to the university of mount olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.